through. Okay, tonight's shear is uh, Lula Nishmas Rus Bas Shlomo. And we're going to take a, a small part of the sugi we started, but if you weren't here, it's not going to be an issue because the part we're going to take is actually going to get to many other topics. So it's going to be one sliver, but it's going to be like part two of five, but it can be understood independently. Uh, the sugi we started was the mitzvah we just had in the parsha Ksiva Sefer which is Nagea to everybody. It's the 613th mitzvah, which is not often done. And the question is why? Uh, we began the Shagazarye that uh, quotes the Shach. It says that we go with the Shita Sarosh, that the mitzvah today is to buy Sfarim because the whole mitzvah is to learn, and we don't learn at a Sefer anymore. And the Shagazarye argues. We will get back to that machlekes probably not tonight, but over the next few weeks. Uh, we are Darish time of the crow. We're not Darish time of the crow. It's, it's not time of the crow. As the pasuk says, "Lamdas bnei Yisrael." We'll get back to that. Uh, the other possible heter, which we won't discuss now either, is negate the Actually, there's a mechas chinuch which talks about what the shagrasariyeh uses a teretz, and he argues. Shagrasariyeh says that we're not bonky bechaseyes v'yaseyes. We don't have a meseira exactly on every vov. And since we don't have all the letters, you can't be added to the mitzvah, period. You just can't do it. And the Mechaz has a long piece, which we will uh, see part of it at least, where he goes through a famous sugya in Sukkah and in Sanhedrin about Yeshen Lemikah, Yeshen Lemeseris. And he holds that we do have the Maseirah, and he said, Chas Hashem, we lost the Maseirah. He says, that can't be the reason. But that's possibly number two, the Shagas Hari and others hold, that is the reason we don't do it. Possibility number three, which we're going to briefly discuss, perhaps tonight, in Ramesh's Tshuva, is Kinyesi B'Shutfus. Interestingly enough, that's also a Sukkah and Sukkah. Because we darshan lochem by Abraminim to the exclusion of Shutfus. You have to own your own Esri, your own Abraminim. And yet, uh, we don't have a clear drush on the Pasuk of lochem by Kisvul Lachem Esashira Zais. So we don't know what the darshan. Ramesh says in the Tshuva, we're not Tanaim, we can't darshan Sukim and Lachem doesn't always mean to the exclusion of Shutfus. It depends on the construct of the Pasuk and the Diktuk and Lashon Rab, Lashon Yachid. A lot of Chuvas on this discussing the background of the Diktuk when Lachem means you only or the royal we. It's a big Shaila and Ramesha is not Machriya, although he does have an interesting comment about uh, Rabbi Kivegashita, which we'll see soon. So that's another possibility. Can you buy a noise? Give $10. Yeah, it's a Shutfus. I tell people. Kadav and your kid becomes by mitzvah. You didn't do it yet. Why not? You might be able to coin to some acharnim, and that's another avenue of possibility. Uh, the general excuse used, which we're going to focus on now, and this is a shaila for all mitzvahs. We touched upon this in the stakashir, but uh, I'm going to show you. Ramesha has a fascinating sheet on it. We're arguing in the mishabur actually. Uh, how much money do you have to spend for any mitzvah? If a mitzvah is expensive, and by the way, out of tired mitzvahs, this is by far the most expensive mitzvah. Nothing even comes close. Tefillin, you can get a Rolls Royce Tefillin for $2,000, $2,500. That's, and that has every hither in the book. Sefateria is $50,000. So think about it. There's no mitzvah except for the mitzvah of Yishevet Yisrael, which is Abinazer is a tshuva. That's more than $50,000, by the way. <laughs> Moving to Yisrael. Uh, but the Abinazer has a fascinating tshuva. What? What was that? 
Mitzvah Limantem, not really, because Be'etzem, you're supposed to be teaching your son. We have a situation now where you're not home a lot. I don't mean you. I mean you also, but... Uh, <laughs> and we entrust it to the Rabbeim, but that inherently the mitzvah does not cost money. For, for thousands of years, the parents did it. Uh, the problem is the parents didn't always get around to it. Why Rabbi Shem Magamla made up made a general public school system, public school meaning yeshiva system, uh, for all people who the assignment Rahman and people's parents weren't home. But uh, the, the inherently doesn't cost money. So you'll say, and it's a good taina, also doesn't inherently cost money because you're supposed to write it yourself. That was the expectation. Still, okay, so it's not fifty thousand dollars, but the, the cloth costs money and it costs a lot more money than it's film. It's an expensive mitzvah. And nowadays, most people are not writing themselves, and it's very expensive. So if yes, it should cost you $5, it costs you $10. If not, the question is a very basic shayla, which is fascinating, that it's not really mavura in the earlier achreinim or in the rishayinim. How much do you have to spend on a mitzvah? Now, most of you are thinking, certainly we've discussed this in the Hostakash here, you're saying, wait a second, what do you mean it doesn't say? It doesn't say, you have to spend up to 20% for a mitzvah and all your money for a mitzvah say. So there is a Ramah that sounds like it's saying that, and the Mishaburah says it's saying just that. And that's what I've been, the fallback position of most people discuss the sugya, they're discussing the Mishaburah's reading on it from earlier, that the Ramah says an assay is up to 20% of your assets, and let's say is all of your assets. Not to be over. And there's a Shailim Yachreinim, if you have a Lysa say, that you have to spend all your money to get out of, but you'll be over the Lysa say, B'Sheval Tase. Not kumvaseh. For example, this is unfortunately a common shayla. I have this in doctors often. Doctors are, um, especially anesthesiologists, we have a couple of them here. Um, you're, in a, you're in a hospital setting and uh, you are asked to come and be by an operation where they're doing hapolos uber, which for Gayim is betzicha, for us is a serious is also a mashals and is derisa. So, Baruch Hashem, as crazy as the world is today, you can still say, for religious reasons, I can't do it. Baruch Hashem. That might change also, but it might not be good for business, but you won't lose your job. Uh, that's still the way it is. Uh, we're, uh, worst case scenario is where this comes up every day, unfortunately, Leoleno. Uh, the ICU, uh, the family uh, has a DNR. And some DNRs are kosher, some are not. Not for now. That's a large sugya. But what the doctor sees, there's clearly no reason for this. The patient is 35 years old, very healthy, and is just capriciously signed. There's no reason for this. And it's a yid. It's a list, I say. Besides our Shabbos Aveda, Shabbos Gufa, and our Shabbos, his health, and it's an Asay Daraisa, but it's also a list, I say. So if you do something, you will get sued and lose your job. And in this country, they sue for wrongful life. You remember that one? They, they brought a, back, a guy back and he sued. So uh, I would have told the guy, we can fix this. <laughs> Turn it back. But they, they, they sued the guy. The guy's his whole pun also was in jeopardy. Um, so you can, you, will lo- you can lose your job. They had a DNR and, and, and the doctor saved his life. He said, what are you doing? He said, DNR. He says, So what's the din? I've been asked to shy Lola unfortunately, quite a few times. So um, it's totally in this machlekes What's the chili between Ase and Alisa say? So is it because Ase is more college, you only have to give up 20% of your assets? It's according to the Mishabur's reading of Ramah. Alisa says, it's very common, you've got to give up all your money, which includes your job and your panasa. Or is the chili between Kumva Ase and Shei Valtase? 
usually not doing an asay sheva al tasa. So you're not doing an asay, you're just not doing something. Well, Lissa says usually kumva say, you're eating chazer, that's a Lissa say. Lasama Damercha is a unique example, there are a few like this, where you're just not doing something. So what's the gather? If the gather is the latter, then you don't have to give up your parnasa. If it's the former, asay versus Lissa say, then you've got to give up your job. That's a pretty sticky shayla, and it's a machalik is Right, I said, you get fined, sued, and you could probably lose your job. You probably, yeah. That's the way it goes. So the shayla is, do you have to, if it's a yid, there's a chiv l'asamadam reyacha for a yid, you have to give up your job. So it's totally in this machlekes. But this is all on the assumption that uh, for let's say it's kol home base, you've got to give up all your money. That everybody agrees. Shayla is on the assay part. The assumption of the Mishabur and all the Achronomies quoting is the Ramah that we've quoted. It's in Hochaz Luluv. Interestingly enough, everything's Hochaz It's in Hochaz Luluv and it appears in the day in Kufn and Zion. Same thing, and they say this difference in Asay, 20% of your assets, let's just say all your assets, and your job is considered all your assets. That's not so pushed because maybe you can get another job. But the problem is if you're blacklisted in the medical field, you're not going to get a job so quickly. So we consider it, losing your job is a serious thing, and it's considered, could be considered Kohon Beisai. So that's a Shiloh, what together is Asay versus Lozase or Kumva Asay versus Shevel Let's put that aside for a moment. But the Mishnah is assuming that. For an assay, you got to give a 50 year assets. No, $50,000. That means the, the, how to judge your assets is a shayla. Do you take the value of your house? Equity of the house? Is it liquid assets? Okay, let's make it easy. Right. If a guy has $250,000 in his bank and a safe attorney calls $50,000, you can probably get one for $35 or $30. Buying a safe attorney, by the way, is a machlis to show him where the yetzi bechlal. The Gemara says, kachetev mitzvah men ashuk. Shaila Rashi holds you a yetzi. We're going to talk about that also. Uh, let's assume you yetzi for now. It's better to write it yourself or appoint the shliach. But let's assume, let's assume you yetzi. So he wants to buy one fifty thousand dollars. I'll keep them, the numbers easy. Uh, fifth of his assets. So if he has two hundred fifty thousand dollars liquid somewhere, liquid either in the bank or in securities, uh, maybe even in the home, but you'll even have to go there. Then even according to the well, according to the Mishabur Yechayev, because that's twenty percent of your assets. Why are you saying liquid assets? It's a shayla, do you count? Let's say he has nothing in the bank and he has equity in his house. Does he have to start taking a second mortgage? According to Mishabur, that's why I'm, that's a separate sugya. I'm not going to take a position on that now. So I'll make it easy. Yes, $250,000 liquid assets. Mishabur says 20%, you've got to buy a sefer Unless you hold the sheet as a shutfus or the rush of buying sperm. Depending on which terrors you hold like, but if this is the only terrors you're relying on, you can't afford it. So the Mishabur says, well, now you can afford it because it's only 50 your assets. That's the background. Ramesha has a fascinating tshuva. He has a shtick on the Dibbis Meisha, and he alludes to it in the Igris Meisha. I have both of them here. Where he argues on the whole Yisoyed, the Mishabur, he says he doesn't think the Ramah meant that. He thinks the Ramah was simply quoting the Isser, which we spoke a lot in Hilchus of the Tekanas Usha, Hamavazvez al Yavazvez Yesim It's usher to spend more than a fifth of your money on staka or mitzvahs because you might become poor. And we spoke uh, about the shir, the various term. If you're a gvir adir, there's no chance you'll become poor. Or if you waste money anyway, left, right, and center. Or if you have a steady income and you're slicing there are haterim. But happens to be our Maisha held it was a low plug. Lishitas over here says you can't, can't spend more than a fifth. Okay, can't spend more than a fifth. So do you have to spend a fifth? So Amisha is, and it's fascinating how he's going to try to prove this, he's going to taina that the Ramad just brought down the din that you can't spend, it's also to spend, also to spend more than a fifth. 
But the Ramah is not saying you have to spend up to a fifth. Mishabur is learning that you have to spend up to a fifth. It's a big nafkamina. And Ramah says the nafkamina is safe for Terry. Somebody asked him a shayla, how much money do I have to spend on this? And Ramah is writing him a very practical tshuva where he's going to taina that it's not true over here, but any mitzvah you have to spend a hoin rab. Hoin rab means a lot of money. What that means is not exactly quantifiable on a general basis. It depends on the person and depends on the situation. But we're going to talk about the assayim. He's arguing, and he says so, he's arguing on the Mishnah Burr and all the Zacharim he's quoting that say, no, the Ramah meant that you've got to spend up to a fifth and you can't, can't spend more than a fifth. Which, if you remember also from Hilchastaka, comes out very interesting. In Hilchastaka, Lechachili is supposed to give a chaymish. Even Ramah should admits that if he can afford it. And that's the Lechachila and that's the cap. You can't spend more than a fifth. The Lechachili is supposed to spend up to a fifth. That's by Tzedaka. Ramah says, for any given mitzvah, that's not the case. And this is a big, again, big enough community for other mitzvahs also, but for Sevateria, it's going to come up all the time. Let's begin, and I'll show you the first right. Take a look at the Gemara Baba Kama on Tesla Base. It's a very famous Gemara. You have a single sheet there? Baba I gave out two sheets, right? Okay. The Gemara, I penned in the top to save paper. It starts on Amun Aleph. The Gemara makes a statement that for a mitzvah, you should spend up to a third. See my top line, the mitzvah at shlish. So the Gemara says, my shlish, what does it mean a third? A third of what? What is he, what is he spending a third on? Elay, my shlish if it means a third of his assets, of his whole estate. Elameata, now let's think about this carefully. Elameata, iesramile, tlasa, mitzvasa, lesiv, lekule, beise. Gemara says, if you're giving away a third of your assets, that means if you have three mitzvahs, they're expensive like this, then you have to go bankrupt. The Gemara's kasha. Gemara's talking about Lulav and Esser here. I'm talking about Abraminim. The Gemara spend, spend a third. In Europe, they had cities without any Lulav and Esser. Things got very expensive. So the Gemara said, you're in a matzah, you spend up to a third. The Gemara says, a third of what? A third of his estate? So the Gemara says, yeah, three things like this, so all of a sudden you're gonna, you have to spend all your money? That's the Gemara's asking a capella, like that's impossible. Ella, can't be, that's what it means. What does it mean? Ella, Amr, Abzera, three lines down. Behider mitzvah ad shlish be mitzvah. You have an esrog, a baseline esrog, and now you could spend more for hider. What? Is there any difference between the type of mitzvah of lulav and esrog, which is very temporary, versus a sefer Torah, which you can use for the rest of your life? That's a good shaila. The Avdanazin is true about Yishevet Yisrael says whatever there is a heter of not to spend more than a fifth or whatever your sheet is, you can't use that heter for a mitzvah you're never going to do. He says that about Yishevet Yisrael. You can't hide behind that and never do the mitzvah. So, happens to be that Venezuela holds like that, many do not, but right now we're talking about a mitzvah of Veris. This year you need it, and it's very expensive. So, uh, Moshe doesn't make a chilek. He says it applies to Sevater also, but the Avnezer makes such a chilek. So, so, what does Rabzeir say? Elam Rabzeir, behidder mitzvah, arch, lish, be mitzvah. Now, how you touch hidder mitzvah, we'll see in a minute, will be a machalik's rashi cases, but let's take a simple possibility. The baseline esrog is $100. You have to spend up to a third more. You should spend up to a third more for Hidr Mitzvah. Hidr Mitzvah. There's a Hidr Mitzvah, certainly Basrug, because it's pretty, it's harder. But any Mitzvah, you spend a fifth. We'll see how to calculate the fifth in a minute. As a matter of fact, right now. Boy Ravashi. Shlish Milagav or Shlish Milabai. Is it two good words to know for all of Shas? In not such difficult mathematics. If you have, Rashi's going to give you an example. But if you have shlish milagav, does that mean a third of what you have? Let's take uh, ten, a ten dollar esrog. 
make it more real, $100 S3. So when you're adding a third, how much will you be adding? Up to what number? Is the number 33 and a third? Or is it 50? The third milagav and milabar. Milagav, one means the inside, one from the outside of the equation, which means milabar is the outside. When you add the third, you'll land at 150. You now added a third of the final number. Very simple equation. So if you added 50, you now have a third. That's milabar. That's, 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 the, that's a chumrah. Milagav is just take the baseline as $100 and divide by 3, 33. Then you, for Hidamitz, you should add a third. So that's Ravashi Shaila. Shlish milagav, shlish milabar, teku. Okay. The Gemara doesn't have an answer right now. It's not important what the answer is for our Sugimara. Then the Gemara says something interesting. First third, you pay for It's like the Gemara in Beah, where you get free uh, tuition and Shabbos and Yantiv, whatever you spend. Is, uh, after a third, Hashem takes care of it. Well, we'll see exactly what the Pshad is. Take a look at Rashi. And then we'll see Tesis, then we'll see the Diak. Rashi starts on the second line. Here the mitzvah, Ashlish the mitzvah, Interesting. Punct this example. All right, two sifrei teira liknas ve'echad hadam echaverei. One's nicer. Yosef shlish adam is. So we're struggling. We had to pay for the first sifrei teira. So Rashi says Gemara comparing a nice one and a nicer one. So add a third ve'ikach es ahadu san yezekel ve'avei who has not lefan but mitzvahs which applies to any mitzvah. Hasei lechas sifrei teira na lulav na talus na tzitzis na. Okay, interesting example. Talus na means the talus. That is going on. It should be a nice fabric. And the tzitzis should also be nice, the tzitzis themselves. Uh, one guy, more than one guy over the years, tied to me that he's uh, buying an extra gorgeous house and spending an extra couple of million dollars because Verveo. And the first time the guy said it, I didn't know what he's talking about. The second guy already told him what he was about to say. He said he's putting mezuzahs in his doors and needs the house to be very nice for Verveo for the mezuzahs. So that's not correct. The question is, why is it wrong? It's a good time, huh? Right? It sounds funny the first time you hear it, but uh, here Rashi says talas na tzitzis na. So in the olden days, they didn't buy a special arba confit. They didn't buy a special beged. The beged had arba confit. They put tzitzis on it. So Rashi is talking about talas. You're buying special for davening. So then the whole thing becomes sort of a chesed shemitzvah. The house does not become a chesed shemitzvah for your mezuzah for many reasons. So you need another excuse when you want to do that extension. You might need the space, but the mezuzah is on the door and has nothing to do with the rest of the house. Shlish milagav. Next Rashi again. Hakot nimker. You have a an esrog. Is nimker b'shisha. Yesef shnei dinarim. So a third would be a third of a six, which is of six, which would be two. Ta'enu shlish milagav. Shlish shibasaycha dam v'yikachasaheder, and you spend an extra two dollars. Or shlish milabar, where she says adam em yachlok l'shnayim, divided by two. V'yisiv chel l'kshisha, add a third. Mishalad ha'hainu emakat nimker b'shisha, yisiv shlosha. So now you add three because the final number will be nine, and what you added was a third of nine. V'yikach zagadol b'tisha. Ashlish mishaloi. Then the Gemara gives a bracha. Ha'hainu eisah shlish yisiv bid the mitzvah mishaloi who she'enu nifel l'bachayev mishaloi meaning. That he has it sort of in his Elam uh, Haba bank. The real schar for mitzvahs is Elam Haba. We don't want it here. And then, Interesting. That's, that sounds like it's good. That um, needs Hezbrook. The, the, main, the main, the first third, third you spend, you get only in Elam Haba. If you spend action after that, you uh, get payback in this world. 
Uh, look at Tesis, the uh, fourth Tesis down first. So Tesis says, no, it means you get some Paris, the Karen Kamis is still there. Could be Rashi agrees to that. That's answering this Kasha. You don't want to get paid back all in this world. Basham get paid back in this world. So don't get Schar Belamaba. So Mustama uh, Rashi agrees with that. Go back to the top Tesis. Um, actually, before that, take a look at the third tesis. I want to get this point out of the way, but it's not the main part of the sugya. Ashlish b'mitzvah pirish yematzah esrog keegoyz kemoshishir chacham ve'echa gadol menu shlish yekneo. Tesis says that you're looking at the baseline minimum shear of an esrog, which is the size of an egoyz. You should do a little bit more. Other rishonim say that no, whatever esrog you have in front of you, you got to do a third more. Then the problem is, according to that, and there's a big discussion about this. You go to an esrog meicher, got fifty on the table, so punk the one you have picked up. Your mazel, so you got to do a third more. What if you had picked up the other one? So they taste, they talk. This is the one you have in front of you, and they have a trip. So that's a little bit harder to figure out. Um, taste this together is easier. You take the cheapest one, you get kosher, and then you have to add a third, which we're doing already. So you have nothing to worry about. What? Yes, but it's going to be more expensive. Haraya, the Gemara is talking about six, eight, six, nine. But it might be more than a third more expensive. Then you don't have to do. Doesn't sound like well. Why is he saying she? she um, yeah, I think he's assuming they're charging according to volume and weight. Linear? Today, today they don't do that. I agree with you. <laughs> today it's how it's clean it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it's interesting like point. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting point. Interesting point. Okay. Now we get to the top tastes. This is where our is going to bring us raya. So let's read carefully. The Gemara. Let's go back to the Havamina, the beauty of uh, Shas. Uh, it's one of the first things he tells Tamidim when they start learning Gemara. I want to know, well, I found there's a Rambam in Shulchan Aruch, it just gives you the Maskana. What do we need everything in between for? So you, if you're used to Achreinim and learning Be'in and look at all the Chuvas, like a third of the Rayas are from Havaminas. And the Rayas stand. Every nuance in the Gemara and every Havamina has to be explained. And if it's a Raya from a Havamina, we're going to make a Raya from the way Tais explains the Havamina. To this very basic Shaila, how much do you have to spend on a mitzvah? Is it 20% or is it a lot less? So, with that in mind, let's read this Tais. The Gemara wants to know when it first said you have to pay a Shlish, the Gemara does a Shlish of what? Maskana is a Shlish more than the baseline Esri, or the one you picked up. The Gemara a Havamina means a Shlish of your total assets. The Gemara says, total assets? You got three mitzvahs, you go bankrupt. Can't be. So, take a look at the top tesis. Elay mishlish basically. Mashma, mashma, de'ain, tzarech. What are they setting up? Stairs? The sukkah's not upstairs. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. They should maybe do that in 20 minutes. Uh, we'll wait five minutes for our pizza. Um, okay. Elay mishlish basically. Top line. Mashma, de'ain tzalavazvez kam emayna liknas esri. The Tesis already makes the diak that the Gemara is saying that's a pella even as a havamin, and the Gemara says you have to spend a third of your assets. The Tesis says, Masha from here, the Gemara assumes the Dover Pashit, that you don't have to spend all your money to buy an Esri. There's no Ferris Gemara that says this. So you already, that we start off with, if you don't know any Ramah, how much you have to spend for a mitzvah? Well, if you're not going to do the mitzvah, spend all your money. The Gemara says, no, you see from this Gemara, you don't have to spend all your assets, and you don't have to spend a third. Afila yimsa pachas. Mitzvah varies. Even though you lose the mitzvah, so that's life. And then it might be also to spend it with more than 20% of your assets. Afilu shlish beisa mashma delomachai. If Amina Nami, he quotes Agamara, Takana Susha, Mavazvez, 
al yevazve is Not only don't you have to, it's usher, because you might become poor. Okay, that's step one. Basuka, the Gemara tells the famous Maisa, when Gamliel was on the ship, and he was an Aussie, he had a lot of money, and he was on a ship going to Rome, or coming back from Rome. And there was one guy who had an Esrug, and you can imagine what a commodity that was, especially when he realized the rabbi needed, a, needed an Esrug. They probably got him on the ship also. And um, he charged Rabbi Gamliel a thousand zuz. So, big discussion. The Achorim is a long barrel lock on this. And everybody wants to know, well, um, a thousand zuz is a lot of money for an Esrug. Just how much money? Just picture. Um, how much does a, uh, a sheep cost? I gave you a hint. Think Pesach. How much does a sheep cost? What, you guys are all drunk by Chagadia? What, what, you guys are all asleep? What? It's Trey Zuzet. That's a whole animal. Probably retails in the Chicago Exchange for, I don't know, five, six hundred dollars, whatever it is, four hundred dollars. So it's a thousand Zuz. That's a lot of lamp chops. It's a lot of money. So you pay the thousand Zuz. So Tesis says, well, the Gemara points out, Kama Chaviva, what a tzaddik Rav Gamliel was, he has such Chaviva, it's a mitzvah. It's about a thousand Zuz on this Esrit. That means that it wasn't an obligation. He wasn't mukhif to do that. But he went with Fimrishos. Then he spent the money. So, so now Tais is saying, Tais doesn't tell us is that a fifth of his assets or not. But Ramesha is going to assume that that's not a fifth of his assets. He was the Nasi. He was quite wealthy. A thousand is a lot of money. But to say it's a fifth of his entire assets. So Ramesha already is going to start with this line and say, well, what was going on over here? If that was uh, a chiddish, that means it's not required maker din. And it wasn't a fifth of his assets. So why wasn't it required maker din? So Ramesha is going to understand from here that it must be you don't have to spend a hind rav on any mitzvah. And the chiddish oil is, he didn't violate any din because it wasn't more than a fifth of his assets. Ramesha Lishitasa holds even a gvir can't spend more than a fifth. Others would say if he did, it'd be fine because it was a gvir adir. I mentioned during the Stakashir, I was once discussing this with Ruvain. So Amisha holds it's a low plug and even a Gavir Adis. I asked Ruvain, Gavir Adi has $100 million in the bank. He can't spend $20 million. What's he going to do with all of it? So Ruvain admitted to me, if you remember, he said, eh, I think the Shashiva meant Akai uh, is very comfortable. <laughs> and he should understand, he can also, he's got to be careful with his money. $100 million. So I, I think I asked him for a share. We discussed this. I told you to verify. What, 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 did he give a... Maybe the number's outdated. He gave me some sort of... You've got to check the number in each... He gave you names. <laughs> okay, well, we'll discuss that afterwards, Akiva. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but they, you know, it's... Which he holds it's not a complete low plug. It's a little bit of a low plug. Okay. But Ramesha is going to say from here that assuming it wasn't a fifth of his assets, why is the Gemara so amazed that he spent a thousand zuz? He's mechuyiv to. The answer is, no, he's not. Shaz how the Mishavu is going to learn it, but I'm just giving you the heads up what the D is going to be from here. Let's go to the second sheet. You have the Igas Mesha, page one. This shuva is to a person who asked him about Ksiva Sefer Is he Mechuyiv to write a Sefer to spend the money, have somebody write it? And what's the Dimushutfus? It's part of a very long shuva. Everybody got a copy? We have some more here? Everybody not have? You have in the back there? I see it's Machimus. I have, uh, still have a few. Anybody have? 
So, he's talking about the bracket, I want to show you one point from this paragraph, I don't even want to see that, uh, we don't have time for the whole paragraph, but I want to show you one interesting point. Another Syria Shaila, once you have a Sefer Torah already, should you give it to the Shul or just loan it to them? Rabbi Kivega quotes the Torah Chaim, you should not give it to the Shul as a gift, because then you'll give away the whole mitzvah, you have to write another one. And he quotes that from the Torah Chaim, and the diak that Rabbi Kivega makes, Kivin Shemaktisha, Harei Yushal Hektish, once you give it to the Shul, it belongs to the Shul, Velav Shaloi, Ve'en Ayyetu Bezah, Mitzvah Saseh, Kis Lachem, and then you're going to be back to square one, and you have to write another Sefer Torah. So, this is Rabbi Kiveger. Rabbi notices that his dig from Teres Chaim, the Mishvah Pshitalai la Teres Chaim, the Mieshla Sefer Torah Shutvah, the Ena Yetzibazah. The Medaifah, Teres Chaim, the Shutvah does not work. Because if it did, what's the problem? Give it to the Shul. You belong to the Shul. You're a member of the community, so why isn't that Shutvah? Doesn't it belong to the Shul, not to the. So he has a different Taina. You're saying the Shul is a separate entity, a separate corporate entity, but we assume it. It's made up of its composite members. So why would that be Shutfus? So the, the assumption in this Teres Chaim is that must be Teres Chaim holds the Yetzir B'Shutfus. Ramesha argues, and he says, that's not so posher. That was the deal. When he is Daiti, Ramesha says, Yeshchila Gadol. He says, that's not necessarily the case. It could be Shutfus works, and when you give it to Shul, it's worse. Why? Interesting, Chilik. In a shul, you might be a member. But you're not a regular shutuf. What's the difference? Ah, you are a shutuf? You're part of the tzibur? So Ramesha said, what? So this is what Ramesha says. Exactly his next line. Very interesting. Rabbi Kivay, the way this is quoted, he says, ah, Taras Chaim, Rabbi Kivay, they don't hold the shutuf. He said, what does the membership of the shul have to do with shutuf? So shutuf is yachalim kechalkav yachal advayashi yachalakuv. A regular shutuf, you have five shutuf, 10 to 100 shutuf. You have a chalik, you have shares. You can sell your shares, you can buy your shares, you can uh, demand Yachalikil uh, Gurag, you can you do something with it. Can you imagine a guy paid membership here in Shari Shemayim, and he decides, you know, he's moving to Israel, but he's got uh, half, a, half a year left. That's money. So he's going to go to Tzaddik and say, Tzaddik, you want to buy my half a year? Tzaddik, if he's smart, which he is, is going to say, hey, not really worth much. I got my seat, I got my membership. What am I going to do? Flip it? You could do that. You could sell a half a year membership to somebody for a higher price, but it's not going to go over very well. So he says, this is not, it's a shutfus, we're part of a community, but it's not a, it's not a shutfus you could sell. So he says, that's not, it could be by real shutfus, he'll hold you can. It's not a riot, that's all I'm just saying. What about the talisim? So that's a shaila. If you want to, people have asked me of that a lot lately. I don't know, maybe something's going around. Uh, they want to make a brocha on a talus. So if you pick up one of the shul talisim and it's wearable, I keep trying to phase those out. Ari by the bar mitzvah got his aliyah, and the talus was like a scarf, and it was like uh, black at the ends, and, uh, and we borrowed, uh, I think, one of the yuckas, uh, I think Pfeiffer was standing behind, and uh, it fit. So uh, the talus of a tzibur is not something, you know, it's something that should be bekovedic, at many times. Uh, we have some good ones here also, so that you find a nice one, and you want to put it on, the shame mitzvah, can you? So the answer is, uh, the lave based in... Uh, Myself, the Gabayim will be magnet to you if you want to make a bracha. The minute is we don't do it. But if no, you want to, can have das. Because membership, you know? Yeah, but Shutfis won't. That's part of the tumult with the Lachem. Shutfis is part of
<laughs> it has to be, has to be that we lay based in his masna that when you pick it up, we give it to you, Kenyan Lizman, which is coming up in this year recently, uh, for the next five minutes for your aliyah, and you can make a bracha. But the minute is not so, and it might look a little strange, and it might also, you get an aliyah, you're under a lot of pressure, put that talisman quickly, make a bracha, you start wrapping it out, doing atifa, it might look a little funny. If you want to do it, you can, but uh, the minute is not so. Uh, but the, the people have asked me, they want a, such a nice talus, they want to put it on. If you get a nice talus, there's a havamina, um, if it's, you have to check if it's kosher, which should be all covered at sea, but it's done. Again, not the minute. His point is, is that he doesn't think this shutfus and the other shutfus is the same. That's the point. Now, go to the bottom paragraph. Now he gets to the point about the money. Ubedover. The big question. He has Baruch Hashem, $260,000 in the bank, and the Savior has $50,000, and it's less than a fifth of his assets. Does he have to spend the money? Which I have a copy of here. We're not going to get to it now. He has the longer version, but now we'll see the shorter version. In his opinion, he thinks right place can hold that you don't have to spend anywhere near a fifth. Whatever you define Hain Rav as. Not only don't you have to spend 20%, you don't even have to spend 10%. The reason he's saying that, because the Shita Rabbeinu Ruchum who holds you have to spend 10%. Rabbeinu Ruchum because they quote it and they say where did you get 10% from? So even that they say is too much. 10% of your assets is a lot of money. He does say, the Arbi Shainama do say you have to spend 20%. She tossed him kosher, and he says, he doesn't think we paskan like that because of our sugi and Baba Kama. Sugi and Baba Kama, Daftes, Merabusa, the Baba Kamaliel, the Chidish is like Kamaliel spent a thousand zuz. And in the Dibris, he speaks out this Raya. He says, a thousand zuz, assuming it wasn't the fifth of his asset. The Gemara assumed that was like a Maisa Tzitkas. It certainly wasn't a Chidish. And Lachem Estabrish Agam Al Ksivas, top line, next page. Ksivas Evater, Kaniyas Farm La Rosh, which again, the Shiloh, whether the Chiv now is just a Sevater, also Svarm, only Svarm. The Svarm are not that expensive, but if it would be, it used to be. Talim Al Chalikasam, Vish Lismach Al Roy, Vapaisan Ladina, Sha'af Eastern, Nochasav, Lamachiv, Lahitzi. He says, he doesn't even think you have to spend a fifth maker Adin. And this is why historically, even Sadikim and Gedolim, the Yeri Hashem Shalakim, Mitzvah Ksiva Sevater, Lobe Sevater, Av Lobe Kniyas Farm. It's a pel. You read these stories how uh, the Achrenim write and they quote a sefer which everybody has in their house. It's readily available. They said, I, I don't have the sefer. I never saw it. And this is what they quote. This is what the Piskatshuva quotes. This way it was till about fifty years ago. And uh, Ramayshin, a lot of his shuvas says he quotes something. I don't have the sefer with me. Uh, now you have the Svarm, and you have Eitzah Chachma, and you have all these uh, programs, and Aksha Deir. He says, they couldn't even afford to buy enough Svarm to be Eitzah Mitzvah. How many Svarm do you need to be Eitzah Mitzvah? What? Which one? No. Even a Chumash, even had you answered a Chumash, it wouldn't be enough, because the Russians whole time, is, we're, not, we're not learning how to sift Torahs, you've got to get yourself a Chumash. But he, no. He, time is, you need all the Svarm, to be able to learn as much as you need. Now, that depends on the person, depends on how deep you're learning the sugya. Uh, so you could tie in and look, I have an Oscar, he's got good footnotes, and I don't know the sugya that being, but that's what I have time for, and if I have a Shiloh, that's the Rav. So if that's what you need, so get yourself a set. 
Uh, I would say for most Jewish homes, a minimum would be just a basic chumish, a tanach, a shas, a mishabur. That's a basic. Just a, you could be in the middle of the night, you don't know the uh, yav, you might not get the answer right, but at least you can look it up. You know, basics. I, I think that's, I think that's part of what, do you ever see a from home today doesn't have a shas? Learning Gemara, you gotta be able to learn. You have a shas, you have a mishabura, if you need help, you have art scroll, Hebrews, English, whatever you need. You need whatever you need to learn on the level that you're learning on. Which is yes, but that's the whole part. The rush is tiny that the mitzvah is Kade Lambda. That's the whole that's the, it's not more than fifty thousand dollars. So the way the way Samacharm learned, you're not finished till you also buy Swarm now. That's correct. So it's gonna cost you another three thousand, but it's always changing. What? It's always changing. No, it's not changing. People have been learning the same sugya. Baruch Hashem, okay. So you spend another $300. It's not going to, you don't need, you go into my. No, it isn't. The price has gone up enormously. That's fine. But that's how the rush tightens up the mitzvah, whatever you need to satisfy I mean, your learning. But if you buy this farm at one point in time, is that good forever? Or is it that Unless you, I hope, I hope in 20 years you'll raise the bar and you'll have to buy this farm. Yeah, that's fine. You're not allowed to sell Sefer at all unless it's Lisa Isha Talmud Torah, and you're not allowed to sell Sfarim either for that matter. Unless you, so you're, you, what you're saying is correct. The more you learn, the more you'll have to buy. But that's not a, I think that's a kasha. It's a changing mitzvah. It's not a changing mitzvah. The mitzvah is one thing. All the Sfarim you need to learn. That doesn't no, no, change the mitzvah. I'm it doesn't change. If you buy a today, you're done with the mitzvah if you hold it forever. Or if, it's far, if you buy a pair of tzitzis and they get ruined, you've got to buy them again. You've got to keep up with the mitzvah. I don't think that's fair. What do we say? Somebody gives you a gift of a Sefer Torah coin to the Iker at the end of the mitzvah, not like the Rush. Gives it to you as a gift. It's not worse than Kaina. You didn't do it to Yerichah, which was some Yishayim Hod, not Yetzi, but we Paskin, Ramah, interestingly enough, it says if you buy it, you're not Yetzi. If you get it as a gift, you probably also not Yetzi. But most of them don't hold like the Ramah, which Ramah is going to bring down soon. And you would be Yetzi, correct. Correct. If you, if you, Yash... Yeah, yeah, as long as you have what you need to learn, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So, the wrong question on this, I think, potentially, most people buy any major purchase today on some sort of credit or financing or something like that. Save a tire? I don't know if it's buying a shot on a payment plan. I mean, you could. No. No, according to, well, again, according to the Ramon, simple reading like the Mishnah Brura, up to 20%, and if it's more than 20%, you do not have to take it, you do not have to go into debt. No. The answer is you don't, and it might be also more than 20%. If, debt, if you can carry the debt that it falls in the payment plan within 20% of your assets, then you're fine. But you don't have to go into, into, into debt that you uh, might not be able to cover, and Ramesha is making the argument right now that the shear is way below 20%. He also even below 10%. As he's going to say, let's finish the sentence, you'll see. Um, again, the first one lies La Rosh. Mishom Shaloyu Ashiram, they didn't do it. They didn't buy Sefetaria. Often they didn't put him in a fourth farm. For them was a Hain Rav, and they couldn't do it. Aval, Emechad writes the Leitzi al Mitzvazu, Ad Chaimesh Arashus Piyoda Medina. Up to a fifth is not Osir, you have the right to. Aval, listen to what Mesha says. 
Misabakani, I'm a supik, and me ruach chacham neichemizeh. You hear this? I'm not even sure whether Chazal be happy with you if you spend on one mitzvah sefer Torah all of us up to a fifty year assets. If you don't go over, you're not over the takana susha. I'm not sure they'd be happy. Why? You won't have any money left because you can't can't spend this year anymore because you can't go over a fifth. You won't have any stucco left. You don't have anything left for anything else. Any other elective mitzvahs? Can't use mice money anyway. But he says even other mitzvahs, you can't go over a fifth. You're going to go bankrupt. Aren't you up to date on the Tzedakah, Hashem? you got to go back to the original ones. I'll say for Tara of his farm, the Asl of Azah is Yetzim Chaymish, because you can't go over a fifth. Is there a point you're saying you can't go over the fifth on mitzvahs That's what it sounds like. That's why I put in, I don't know which ones he's referring to, but it sounds like he's saying, look, L'shitasai, yeah, 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 yeah. And his dig is in the Gemara Baba Kama. Tysus is going on the Gemara. Why? Yeah, three mitzvahs, you're going to go bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. So he's, and it could be everybody agrees to that. It could be that's not a chiddish. Ramah says, Ramah sounds like he's talking about each mitzvah as it comes along, but Ramesha might make, is making the argument, and I'm not sure the Mishra will disagree on this point, that if the Isser Takansusha is in your physical year of your salary, just like Batstacher, you can't go over 20% in your year, barring the various Atayrim, Tamatayri, Sachazulun, whatever it is, then you can't do it for anything because the Chazal will continue to go bankrupt. That's what it's sad. I don't know if the Mishra would argue on that point. I think Ramesh is saying that. I, I, I don't have a riot. Anybody would argue. Could be they would. would. The second, the overriding point that he's saying that you don't have to spend anywhere near that is clearly not like the Mishra quoting the Zacharinim. Of Admai Sirs, he says, I'm not even sure it's good for the Jews if you spend almost 20% or up to 20%. Of Admai Sirs, if you want to go the next year, Rabbi Yerucham, up to 10%. Avshen Lachayva, you still can't be Machayev that. Shumshish Lismach, Arroy Paiskim, that you just don't have to spend the Hain Rav. If you want to bite the bullet and spend up to 10%, that you could do. So again, let's just summarize. Ramesha brings a raya basically from Amagamlil and the way Tasis quotes it. He's assuming the thousands of he spent on the Esrig was not a fifth of his assets. And the Gemara makes such a tremendous uh, deal about it in a positive way. It sounds like he wasn't Mechuyu. So Ramesha says, why are you not Mechuyu? The answer is assuming it wasn't over 20%, and it wasn't probably anywhere near 20%, it's because he holds, you don't have to spend a hain rav. What's a hain rav? Somebody says, not 20%, and he holds, we don't read the Pasuk of Ben Ruchum because when the Magavon brings it, he brings it, but then he says, Menayin loy. So what is it? Depends on the person, it might be 5%, 2%, really, even 2% of your assets is a lot of money, it depends what it is, and what you can afford. So Ramesha says, you want to go up to 10%, that's not reckless, but he's nervous about the 20%. This is all at odds with the Mishnabura, and maybe next time, uh, when we when we get to the second part of the Shia, we'll uh, we'll show you the Dibris Mashin side where he develops the Raya more. Uh, he does bring down, just to put in two more points, uh, he does bring down that if you buy it, we Paskin Yetzi, even though the Ramah says United says Rebakhranam hold you do. And we'll also say that if you're buying it and you have a nice Bakovati place at home, then put it there and use it once in a while. Um Pointing that out, we'll see on the side, because the Shagazari made a comment that maybe if we're not using them anymore, we're going with the rush, maybe it's also to use because it's a zilzal safer terror, but it's just going to have wear and tear. So I found that comment is interesting that he says, no, there's a Maila to do it. He holds it still in an Osir, he holds it's a Maila. And he says to the question, 
Uh, the person who asked the question sent it in. He says, now that I told you the get there are basically zero to 10%, shouldn't be a hind rav if you feel you don't want to be Mason Efesh. He says, now you've got to do the math and see how it comes out. It's a fascinating angle in the sugi. Again, the Mishabura and many of them hold that you're to spend on any mitzvah of up to 20% and not more than 20%. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we will uh, continue in the second, on the first day Yantif with the um, sugi from before and the second day Yantif as well. And we'll get back to this Mitzvah Shem next Shabbos.